Hilchus Etzecha Shmiras Nefesh The laws of murder and protecting yourself Perik Dalit Halachal Mitzkav Nahar Gazet Person intends to kill one individual Kill Ruvain Nahar Gazet He kills Shimon instead Potem is his Beisdin He's Potter from execution Metashlumen He's also Potter from pain He doesn't pay Nezek Tzar Shev 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 He's also Potter from Golos He's part of Mrs. Bezin because he's not considered a, 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 an intentional murder. And you only get killed for fully intentional murders. He's part of him paying because paying is only for injuries. There's no injury. The guy's dead. And he's part of him going to Armikul. If he's in Armikul, cultists they say that Armikul will not protect this person. We'll see. In other words, he may have to spend the rest of his life on the run, watching his back from the Avenger. So... Um, therefore, the Armikul will not provide him with kapara. But even if you want, even, we'll see if that's the case or not. Regardless, the idea of going to Armikul to achieve atonement does not apply to him. He's considered too negligent. So he's too negligent, too intentional for Armikul, but he's too innocent for execution. The Fikhim, therefore, because the din is that if, you, the, if the victim is not the intended target, a person throws a stone into a group of people. Obviously, he did not intend to one specific individual, unless the stone was, let's say, large enough to kill two people. Uh, but it was, you know, uh, it was a situation where it's going gonna, it's gonna to hit somebody, but only hit one person. Now, he didn't have a specific target, obviously. It's not possible. He, may, he, had, he may had, maybe had two possible targets, but he couldn't have one. He kills one person. Part of Mrs. Bezzi, he's part of the execution. Again, that's a case where Shimon was killed, but his intention was not Shimon necessarily. In the first case, it was in a way more diverse. He wanted to kill Ruvain. He missed Ruvain. He hit Shimon. So he doesn't get executed. Over here, he may have wanted to certainly kill one of these two people, or ten people, whatever the number is. He only killed one. So because he can't say he had a definite target, a definite victim, the Allah is that he does not get execution, but he also is not a, a candidate for the Kapara of Armikla. Which page? In that Ramam, it's 527. And a person who intends to strike somebody. Al Mustav on his lap, which is obviously not a lethal place usually, or at least not as lethal as Al And the tool he used, the weapon, and the person's strength, and all the factors were not considered a lethal. But the stone, in this case it was a stone, the Kali apparently, that he used ended up hitting him in the heart. And over there, it could, with the exact same motion and strength, could kill him. Mason, therefore, he died. He intended to hit him in the heart. He would have killed him if it hit him in the heart. That's assumed. And instead, the stone hit him in the lap, on his thigh. And normal circumstances would not predict that this kind of tool could kill him on his lap, but mace. But he died as a strange accident. Part of Mrs. Bez in both of these cases, part of him execution. But the Gela, neither does he go to Armiklot. Again, a person who kills with intention does not go to Armiklot. Armiklot is to protect people and provide kapara for those who are, 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 are negligent but not intentional. Here, it was considered intentional. So therefore, he does not go to Armikla. So in the second case, he wanted to kill this person. And he killed this person. But the thing that happened wasn't a normal circumstance that caused the death. Because it hit him instead by accident on his lap, which you shouldn't normally kill him, but it did anyways. Therefore, you can't call it in, uh, that, his, that, his, that his intention was carried out. An accident happened, he got lucky, if you will. <laughs> right? Because what happened, lucky in the sense of his intention to kill. Uh, you know, lucky, quote unquote. 
In the first case, he obviously Bechlal had no intention to kill. He intended to injure. The fact is that, that, that he missed the guy's lap and hit him in the heart. That's why he killed him. So that's obviously not considered intentional. But even in the second case, it's not considered intentional because what happened shouldn't have been a murder. It wasn't, it, he, he wanted to commit an act of murder, but he didn't hit the guy in his thigh. The fact that he died, that's a freak accident. So the fact that he intended to kill him didn't add to his death. Right? He hit him in the thigh in a way that shouldn't have killed him. The fact that that was an accident, his initial intention was to... <laughs> so, the, so if... if so the, yeah, right, right. Yeah. 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 There was a machl back in the day, no? And now it's started again. You have to be very careful when outside. Wow. There's a few... There's a half of Really, I didn't realize. Unbelievable. The good news is that we have an example from the Rambam. <laughs> okay. Av, however, he intended to hit him on his lap, which is obviously a place you have to give a very good zets to kill him. The action he did would have killed him had he been successful. But instead, the stone him in the heart. Mason, he died. Now, needless to say, if it could have killed him by hitting him on the lap, that, that size stone, obviously it killed him in the heart. So what he intended to do didn't happen. But ultimately, he intended to kill him in one lethal way, but he ended up killing him in a different lethal way. In that case, that's considered murder. He gets executed because we don't care whether he hit him acts exactly the way he wanted to. If the intended deed was considered lethal, and the result was lethal, that's considered intentional. Ah, he meant to hit him in this place lethally, and he hit him in the other place lethally. That machesh toys. A person hit his fellow with a stone, with a fist, against a pen, something which is considered lethal. So if he dies immediately, and the case is obviously where he could have killed him and then got warned, there's no question. But let's say he did not die immediately, right? They didn't warn him, and he was not lethal as possible to die. But he, it's, it's, it's evaluated, this is considered lethal, but the guy doesn't die immediately. So now, now that he didn't die immediately, despite the fact that we can uh, safely assume we also have to evaluate, we learned before, you have to evaluate if the, if the tool and everything he, he is forced is lethal, but the guy didn't die right away, unless you have to evaluate the victim. If they say that, that despite the fact that he used all these lethal measures, this guy is lucky, he's, he's gonna live, once the doctors give that evaluation, the forensic doctors, the detectives, you give that evaluation, not forensic, sorry, the doctors give it, and so at this point, he, you give the five things for the injury, and the guy is part of it. Even if the guy gets sick afterwards, the victim gets sick, his illness worsens, and he dies, eventually because of that blow, we know now that the doctors were wrong, we see now Hitaka died, because of this wound, the doctors, the judges, whoever does the evaluation, because once we evaluate him, the tension is to live, the guy is part of a misa, the imam do the misa, if the evaluation, right, yeah, he already he already paid, and the chayra he has. To, yeah, even though the guy died, yeah, right, and even though the chayra he died, and generally speaking, when you do something which is a chiyuv misa, even if you don't get actual misa, you don't pay. He already paid over here, but also it's not a chiyuv misa because the guy didn't die. So if, if the guy's not, if it's not considered a, a, a chiyuv misa, okay. What if they say this guy's going to die? It's going to take him, a, you know, a certain amount of time, but he's he's a goner. He's going to die because of this this this, this beating. You immediately put this guy into prison, not to punish him, because in terror you don't really have it usually, but to push it, prevent him from escaping. Until we wait. 
Even base, if Yitaka dies as we expected, and apparently it seems however long it takes, but you can say that he died because of this person's beating, the person who hit him gets executed. If, however, the guy gets better, and he gets healed. A complete refuah. The doctors were wrong. They said he's going to die, and he gets a complete healing. What is the get of a complete healing? We'll see. He walks in the marketplace on his own feet, like a regular healthy people. Now, does he have to walk one foot, Dalamas, a mile? I'm not sure. But some degree of definition of healthy walking, yeah? So in that case. Right, right, exactly. In other words, do you have to say that he has to be able to walk for an hour? I don't know. Get up, but there's a certain gather. I guess the average. The average. Despite the fact that we, invest, we assume this guy made a lethal move and the victim is going to die, so the fact that he got better. Tells us that this person is his partner, right? Shalmak and Shalmak and Niftar pays the five things and he goes free. Right, that's also possible. What if this guy gets better because he just he, he has a lot of good doctors around him, able to do, do wonderful things? In fact, Niftar exactly. After he pays the five things, he's not chayiv misa. Niftar meaning for misa. That's the, that's the idea. He pays the five things, but he's Niftar from misa because once this person is healed to this extent, he can walk around on his own two feet. Without support, that's considered he's healed. And versus the person is not considered to commit an act of murder anymore. He injured him. He pays the five things, right? If if, 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 uh, if there's no permanent damage because the guy just broke his bones, but the guy is healed, he has to pay shevis at least, right? Sar, fine. No five law of Four, three, two, one, zero, whatever. Four, three, yeah. This and the terrorist says after he injures him, and the guy walks around al mishanta, and then it says that if he does that, the guy's off the hook. We're going to explain in a second. Al means on his leaning, on his support, his his support. Does it mean he he he's able to walk leaning on something or on somebody else on, on a staff? No. It does not mean he walks around on a, sta- on a stick. Unlike Rashi in that Pasuk, right? Or on lean on somebody else. Even a person who's about to die could walk around lean on somebody. So don't say Pshat the Pasuk is, he's able to walk around. Even if he needs a Mishanta, a walking stick. But this, because he's able to walk on a walking stick, that okay. means he's healed. That's not the case. It says it means he can walk on his leaning. He means he, le- he walks on his own support, on his own healthy support. He doesn't need to lean on anything, he'll lean his hand on something. Therefore, that's the gather of a complete thing. A guy walks around, however far it is, whatever the gather is of average walking on his own support. Maybe he's walking a little slower, maybe he's limping, but, but the fact he could do that, that makes him healed completely. And therefore, actually, it says Kishar Briam. He walks without a cane, right? Correct. Correct. That's the Ramam's understanding. Yes. So it says So how healthy? If it's LeBron, I don't know. Okay. Okay. Whatever. Considered average walking. Average walking. Average health. That's considered complete health. And that at that point, we let the guy out of prison. He's off the hook. He probably has to pay the five things. Wait. Wait. Exactly. And then if afterwards the guy dies. Not his fault. Hey, right? We assume that exactly. Abdullah Misa. What else, right? Abdullah Misa. If he die, if we basically assumes he's going to die, therefore we lock him up to wait. We evaluated him, right? This guy get. This guy takes a baseball bat and he beats him up. Bezin says he's going to die, and therefore this guy is Chayav Misa. 
let's lock him in prison to just to, yeah, until until he dies. So we can we can evaluate him. Like look, we learned that we have to evaluate the person, right? We have to evaluate. Uh, look at halacha, halacha nu, halacha gimel, right? Right? Halakha Gimel starts. If a guy uh, hits somebody else, you have to evaluate him to see if he's considered a lethal, a lethal behavior, a lethal, a lethal beating. Abdul Lamisa Bezin says this victim is going to die after this guy beat him up. But how come the guy improves? He gets healthier. But afterwards, he gets worse and he dies. And he didn't get healthy enough to walk on his own two feet. The person is it's killed. We don't say when he gets a little better. We don't say what second. Oh, now he's a little better. He can't walk yet. Let's let's reevaluate him. That's not what we do. We evaluate him once, and we wait to see if he can walk on his own two feet or not. Because there's already the matter is already has an assumption, you know, foot to the matter, so to speak, that that the reason why he died is because of his original being. Therefore, we can assume that's why he died. Again, of course, unless the person gets so healthy, he walks on his own. Ten people hit him with ten baseball bats, either simultaneous one after the other. Mason, he dies sometime later, and it's very clear it's from this beating. Whether it was simultaneously ten people at once or one after the other, Mrs. Bezin, all pause Mrs. Bezin because the case over here is one neither of these one beatings would be enough to kill him. Yeah. Even if. Yeah. says, Call Adam, person kills any person, but it also can be interpreted as the entire person. You have to be fully responsible for the murder. Can't be a partnership. No concept of shut for some murder. She has to be one person who killed him completely. Now, this is interesting because of Khaira, if 10 people hit him one after the other, if the last one. The one who did it. If, he, if we could say that he hadn't done it, he wouldn't have died. The right. Khair he should be considered a murderer. But the Vart is. Like, just like if you, uh, you sit on a uh, thing and you break it. Yeah, al darach, yeah. But the Vart over here is. Here's my assumption. My assumption is in the case where it's one after the other, the guy dies. The last guy's not Chaimisa because the guy, the 10th guy, didn't know he just got hit from nine people. He thought he was the first one. <laughs> he didn't realize it that nine people were five minutes ago beat him. That's my assumption. Because if he knew, and then and then and then he and then he and, then he, and he's warned, and and they even tell him that you, what you're doing is lethal. He should be All right, that's my assumption. Two people push a person. They hold him in the water in a way that again, each of them is doing it together. And again. Even if one of these guys could hold this baby, let's say it's a baby, one guy could do it himself, hold the baby under the water and, and drown it. But two people did it simultaneously. Still, or, or, if, or, or they couldn't do it uh, separately. They definitely have to be to, uh, in partnership because they're big, strong guys. Either way, I think it's irrelevant. The fact is that they are putter because they are not considered each one done, doing it together, doing it uh, uh, completely. Call never show them. Or in other cases, this is a whole other story. It's funny that I'm going to bring this together. How you have a bunch of people sitting together in a group. And from that group, right, you have a school bus full of behemoths, right? And one, and, and from out of the school bus window comes a rock or, or an arrow, the horror, and it kills one person. So, all Now, this is the whole other story. This is because 
So there's only one person threw it, so it's not a shot of partnership. But here's the vote that we don't know who did it. So even though we know for sure that it's one of these people, and they all encouraged him, you might think they all deserve some kind of punishment. They all deserve to be. But but this is so the Kinnis Elio points out that the two, two halachas it's, it's puzzling to the, that they're not put together because the second halacha is another halacha the principle. The first halacha is the principle that you can't have a partnership of murder. The second halacha the principle is that if you have it's not enough to know he's one of five people. You have to know exactly who he is. There's a group of people, five people. From them, fine. From them, come an arrow comes and kills somebody. One of these ten people shot the arrow. So the question is. Can we somehow punish them all? Or do something to... And the answer is no, we can't. Okay. Again, again, again. No. So, Ten people threw stones at him. One after the other. And neither of them on its own could kill. The guy at the end throws, and that... If he was the only guy, I'd also kill the guy. Happens to me that it didn't even work even better because the guy was already half dead because he had nine stones thrown at him. Mason dies, there's an he will get killed. Because you can call him, call her, call Nevishonda. Yeah, and then the has to be, he killed him completely. I, the fact that he was already mostly dead because nine people already did the chalik, his act can be called complete killing. Now, you have a convicted murder, who gets mixed up with a bunch of other people. You don't, you don't know who he is, right? You have uh, quadruplets, right? They all look the same, identical quadruplets. Now we don't, we don't know who's who. Call them to the all party. Because you cannot kill all four of them, you don't know who the victim is, right? So therefore, you, ha- you have to let, let them all go. Now, and the truth is, I can argue, even if it's... Even if it's if it's not if it's you know three people who convicted murders and one of them is innocent and they get confused, even though the rave is convicted murders, you can't kill all four people. One of these guys is innocent. You know, the Ramam's example is one person who's a murderer gets mixed in a bunch of other people. I don't think the Vart is rave daft. The Vart is that as, as, as long as there's one person here who's not uh, liable for execution, you cannot kill the kill the, kill the per- kill the person. Yeah, right. Now, the Adem have to recognize him, so they ought to be identical twins or something, but somehow he couldn't differentiate them. Okay. The Adem were, were Gay and Sedek from, uh, from China, so to them we all look the same. <laughs> so therefore, <laughs> that's why they couldn't recognize their body. All the Adem look the same. Now you have Adem who is, a, is an accused murderer, and, but he wasn't convicted yet. But the cases where it's not Stamazai, we're not sure, did he do it? It's pretty clear that he did it. The only question is, can we murder, can we, can we execute him? Everything matched up completely. As opposed to a case where Bukhala Shev, the Edom the truth. That's not the case over here. So the court case is far along enough that this guy is pre- pretty much a murderer. Do we have enough to actually execute him? And he gets mixed up with a bunch of other murderers. They are all convicted murderers. They are just, we're just waiting for the Bezdin to get, to, to, to uh, you know, take them all together and kill them together, let's say, yeah? So, Kulam Turman, Misa, they're all parts of Misa. I, Lechayda. Now, 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 Lechayda, that makes sense. Because one guy over here who's not been convicted, you can't kill them all. Unless you, unless you, unless you, um, uh, know for sure he's, 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 he's he, unless you pass him, he's in Chayim Misa, you can't kill him. So the fact that most of them are Chayim Misa, not that you just kill them all. And you don't know who's who, that makes, that makes sense. 
what's, what's, what's the Ramah's Chiddush? So he says, You put them all in prison. Right, but here, they, this, but you're keeping there forever, apparently. This is one, one rare example. You have prison interior, again, not as the Chilah punishment, but because of the circumstances. Even though, even though, um, they're all convicted murderers, except for one. Even that one guy, we know for sure that he's a murderer. It's just a question of can we, can we formally execute him? So you might think that we can do some other measure of some kind of some severe punishment, beat them all, have them mostly to death, right? Or business, we'll see, has this way where they kind of cause the, the murderers to die. By, we'll see soon who the, how the measures they take. We cannot formally execute them. You might think that some kind of punishment like that should be administered. The answer is no. Since his din was not paskin with certainty, you don't do that. You don't do anything. Why not? Because in order to paskin any kind of conclusive something or other, whether you're going to formally execute him or put him in this in, in this in this in this tight prison cell where he eventually caused him to die, as we'll see, he has to be in front of you. You have to, you have to know who he is. Otherwise, he's considered like considered like he's being trying in, 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 in absentia, right? As it's called. So in Torah we don't do that. So therefore. That's not an option. And therefore, you don't know who for sure he is. He cannot issue a formal punishment. Now, because there's dangerous people, put them in prison to protect society. Not as a, not as a sense of punishment. Okay. Ches. Nefash. said, now, what is, this, uh, what is this measure that you would have thought you could do to these people to cause them to die that actually best and will employ certain times? So, Ches. Is a person who kills someone and there was a technicality you could not execute him because the aid did not see him simultaneously right they were looking at a window only room for one person's head so he sticks his hand out and he, 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 head out, and he sees the guy stabbing with a knife over and over again hey, and, the, and, and the other guy now they take turns the other guy looks down and he sees the same thing so they didn't, they didn't see simultaneously the Allah is has to be ka'achas they saw him kill him and, they ate, and there was no hasra. Or the hasra was not legitimate. For example, they ate and warned him and he murdered the guy after the time it takes to say Shalom Echadav. These are all situations where it's pretty clear it was deliberate, but you can't formally execute him. Oh, another example, their testimony does not match up on the fine details. But the basic questions, they asked him, where did it happen? When did it happen? How did it happen? What was the murder weapon? According to the Ram, I think at least that would be including that. All the basic questions. But they asked these little details. So um, what color was the wallpaper? So small things that we do just to, you know, to, as, as ways that sort of... Uh, basically shouldn't be called the murdering. Right, right. To be very, very exacting. So again, this is it's pretty clear this guy was uh, guilty. All these cases, we think that you can't execute the got free. So first of all, besides the fact that we learned the previous program that the Melech has the right to step in and execute them as a matter of civil law, and the Bezdin sometimes can do it as a matter of measure. But besides that, if, even if those two things are not the case, Bezdin has a formal obligation to do the following. You, you bring them in, into a small holding cell, very small. It's like, like, like an archer. Like a very, very small... Uh, uh, Size of a person's body. Yeah. Similar like an arm. Yeah. You give them a very little bit of bread. A little bit of water until their stomach shrinks. Okay? You can kill them. You're feeding them. 
Barley is very bloating and the stomach busts. From the, from the extent of the sickness of the stomach distending, and they die. Interesting enough, it's, in a way, it's more painful than decapitation. So, the Chayro, what's the hazard to do this? Because over here, I'm just thinking out loud, this is not really actively murdering them. If the guy wants to control himself and really only eat enough barley, barely, it shouldn't happen to him, it could happen. Now, the likelihood of being able to control yourself after being starved for so long is very small. So eventually, the guy would die. The point is, is that Bezin cannot actively kill him via dying, but they can cause his death in this way to avenge the murder. Test. This measure is not done to other people who are high of Misa, and you couldn't execute them on technicality because you're in Mechal Shabbos and they ate Misa at one time, for example. If a person is high of Misa, like Chil Shabbos, the Misa say gets executed. He goes off the hook. There's no way to kind of give him like a you know, secondary type of Misa. Even though there are various that are more severe than murder. For example, we know the skila, seifa, hereg, and Different four executions. What's the most severe? Skila. If a person just does two averas and he's high skila for one avera, and another kind of, another method of execution for another avera. Stoning. So he's high of two executions. You can't kill him twice. Which one do you give him? You can't give him skila and decapitation. You give him skila. Why? It's more severe. So the fact that chil shabbos, the punishment is skila, means it's more severe than murder. Because murder, the punishment is herig, which is the third of the, of the four. And the punishment of shabbos is skila. So therefore, madach, you do this trick by putting him to the, into the prison, feeding him body bread till his stomach busts for someone who murders. For sure, you do chil shabbos. So even though there are various for more severe than, than, than murder. Technically speaking, they don't have this type of destruction to society as murder does. I feel like even if desire, which is the most severe of in a way, they need to say forbidden relationships or not the same as murder in a certain regard. Again, technically they're, they're more severe because the, the, the Misa is more severe. But they're not the same as murder in, in, in a certain regard. And if I don't disrupt, destroy society as much. Murder is between a man and his fellow. And therefore, I'm just thinking. The world can't exist. I'm thinking out loud over here. The Abishnu is the one who runs the world. Therefore, he takes kill, take care of a person who is Michal Shabbos and Bezdin can't kill him. When it comes to murder, though, because it's between people, Bezin has an obligation, because it's a, it's, it's a social, civil problem, Bezin has an obligation to take care of it by doing this trick. When it comes to Chil Shabbos, Abish should take care of the person. When it comes to this guy who murders a Bezin, and Bezin can't kill him on a technicality, so Hashem could also take care of him, of course. But Bezin has an obligation, as humans, to correct this human problem. That's destroying society. That's my thoughts. Okay. Anybody who has this affair under his belt, is a complete Russia. All the mitzvahs he would do in his whole lifetime cannot even out this affair. They won't protect him from the punishment in Adin. In other words, murder. Now, even though the Chayyim puts him to tshuva, so the Chayyim, but still, there's all, and we'll see that that, 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 that that always needs to be a punishment besides for. You can never completely erase it without getting punished. Punishment is always part of the kaparish. Remember, it says, uh, A person, um, 
a man weighed down with his life's blood, right? This, it, we'll, we'll, we'll go down to the pit, it says, so that's Gehenim. We learn from the Achav. Achav was the Melech Yisrael, who was an idolater, which is obviously a very serious Avera. It says in don't like Achav, who was as evil as, in terms of making the Yidin do Avera and worship over the Zara. And besides for that, what did he do when he wanted his relative's vineyard? He made a whole concoction, got Novus killed on false testimony. So besides for all his Averas of the Zara, etc., he also caused someone to die. And then afterwards, Navi came to him and tells him that you're in big trouble, that you're, that's, it, that's it, you're finished. He tore his clothing and did tshuva. Right? Achad did tshuva. Unfortunately, he couldn't correct the problem with the Yidin doing Avadazara, but he did tshuva. Okay, she needs to have an of his chesav, when all of his merits and, and, and demerits were measured in front of Hashem, who knows the spirit of man. What was the one Avera that he was still guilty of, he could not do tshuva for, which eventually caused his death? That's the whole story of the Malachim. What was the one thing that caused him to be reserved of Misa? He couldn't get out of it. It was the blood of the person he caused to die. Shemar says, The spirit before Hashem. Navi over there, which Navi was in, I forgot. Navi over there, uh, who was his name? Akitzer. Navi says that he, that he, that he wanted, wanted to go to war. Navi says, You're going to go to war, you're going to die. And, uh, and because the spirit stood before Hashem and says, I'm going to convince Achav to go to war. Who is this spirit who convinced Achav to go to war? He says, deserves to die. It's the Ruch Novis. It's the spirit, the Shama of Novis, the victim. The it says, And Hashem says, you'll, you'll prevail. So Novis is warning him that he's, he's done. Achav the Rasha didn't actually kill Novis with his hands. He caused his death. Certainly a person kills him with his own hands. So Madach Achav, so if we see that Achav, that, that he tried to do tshuva, he tackled did tshuva, he died about tshuva, right? And in fact, even over there, when, when, he, when, he, was, when he was mortally wounded, he stood tall in his chariot so the Yiddin shouldn't lose heart and they were able to win the war, etc. But he was not able to do tshuva in his lifetime completely to, to, to take away the gzero when it comes to murder. So that's, we see that that is the most serious affair. Yud. Uh, read the uh, uh, note 35. Uh, why? Because it, it says exactly what... Uh, but now. I said that before exactly. It's not important right now. Now that the Ram tells us, you should kill. Apicurusin. <laughs> Heretics, as it's translated usually. What's the definition of Apicuritus? So in Hechus Tshuva, the Ram describes us as somebody who denies the Nehu of Moshe Rabbeinu or the existence of Hashem. But... Here he says, those are people who worship idols, or they do Averis, simply just to anger Hashem, not because they like it. Even if it's a minor Averis, not a death Averis with Chiv Misa. It's Nevela, or he wears Shatnas just to anger Hashem, just for spite. And those who also deny the Terran, that they deny the concept of prophecy. Mitzvah is a Mitzvah to kill them. If you can kill them, like the situation where the Jewish people run the show and they're able to kill them for the form of execution, how do we should do that? Because again, uh, to, to, to curb their influence on other Jews, if not, then you, then you kind of, uh, you know, uh, go into his car and you destroy, you, 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 you um, uh, get rid of his brakes. Actually, that's going to hurt someone else. So, you see one of them falls to a pit, there's a ladder to climb out. The Salka removed the ladder. I need the ladder to get my son off the roof. I'm give it back to you later. You don't, don't bring it back, obviously, in a way that I guess the Ram is giving an example where you give him an excuse so in case you're caught, you shouldn't have to you know, be tried by the local authorities. Okay, Yidalif. Ab, however, how does the Yudal start? 
By you it says after what? Going, okay, so uh, here it says Usually the sensor changes the Chavim to exclude the Okay, anyways, Avl Goyim, right? A non-Jewish. We don't have any more with them. No beef with them. So this is very interesting. The Jewish shepherds, right? Creative people like that. Who, what do they do? Jewish shepherds, they, they, they shepherd sheep. What do sheep and goats do? They make a living day in, day out, and making people's lives miserable by going in their yard and eating their plants. Just simply regular parnasa. What do you do for a reg- on a regular basis? You push it, disregard other people's property. So, now they're causing to die. Let's see, now let's save them either. If they, if they are going to die. You see this, this, this guy. But the he means a guy who's idolatrous. Yeah. You see one of them falls in the ocean. You're not supposed to save him. Don't stand with the blood of your friend. That's not your fellow. A worship of idolatry, a non Jewish idolatry, or, or even this. Um, even this um, this Jewish shepherd, right? You, you see him drowning, you don't save him. Why not? Because a person who regularly makes a living from making society miserable, there's nothing you can really do about it. Because you know they, they come, they go. There's no. It's, it's hard to kind of catch them, whatever. Yeah, they they are they are. Uh, you let them die. Let, imagine like a person who makes a living from what doing what, going to people's houses and taking packages off the porch, <laughs> right? So such a person, even a yid, that's his every day day out. And then then. Uh, this is a Jew who is deliberately sinful and constantly does this. Right? These are regular shepherds with small animals that have no consideration for other people is property. And they go on this uh, consistently. But however, a Jew who sins, but is not constantly doing it, he lives a non-religious lifestyle because he likes it. He likes eating non-kosher food. You're supposed to save him, but also now let us down idly by if he's in danger because he's not an apicarius. He's just someone who's doing it because that's what he enjoys. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. Um, it's not uh, deliberate in the sense of just for it to be sinful. It's he simply likes likes it better, right? If you could find kosher pig, you need that, but it doesn't exist, right? So that's the difference between a person who's lahachis, deliberate, and a person who simply can't control himself. It's an important difference. Okay.